Hello everyone, it's me again. This week I have another special guest that's going to share her story about dealing with special needs. So Miss Diane, you would like to share your story? Um, yes, well I have three children. Um, my youngest one was the one with special needs. We didn't realize he had special needs till he was probably around two and a half years old. Realized that he was speech delayed and um, talked to our pediatrician about it. He recommended waiting because he says typically boys are late talkers. But by about two and a half, I realized that, you know, I wanted to go ahead and proceed in getting him evaluated with a speech therapist. And that was the time that we found out that he had apraxia, which is a neurological based speech disorder. And it was at that time we started speech therapy three days a week and at times five days a week. Um, he continued with speech therapy till he was 18 years old and um, it was very slow process as far as progress goes. There would be times that there was no progress being made and then we'd have a, a jump in progress and then it would level off and then it would be we'd have another little jump and then it would level off so it wasn't a constant progression of um, improvement but it was you know we were happy to get what we got um, then by four years old he was speaking probably on a level of a two-year-old and so there he was again you know progressing but not as fast as I would have liked it we had a lot of homework to do with the speech therapist who Speech therapists became like family members to us. They were very, very helpful in um, talking us through what we needed to do and, and letting me observe what they were doing so that I could um, mirror what they were doing. At the time, there was no support groups. There was no one else that I knew that had a child with apraxia. I had started looking online and found, at the time, the only thing I could find was Yahoo groups for apraxia and that was my big support group was my Yahoo groups asking questions to other moms and getting suggestions and finding out what they did. Um, he then at that at three and a half qualified for the developmental delayed pre-k class. He started there and was considered speech only. He continued to receive private speech therapy and speech therapy through the school system. Um, he seemed to be doing well in pre-K and was, you know, learning all the, the things that they learn in pre-K. But uh, the year that he went to kindergarten, they let him visit kindergarten for a half a day, then go back to pre-K. And it was at that time we realized that he was not learning his numbers and letters and things that, um, and sight words, that the other children his age were learning rapidly. So then at that point, we went to Houston and saw a um, developmental educational psychologist, I believe is what it was called, and they did an evaluation of him them, then, and um, that's where we found out that he had a lot more than just speech. He, he had some pretty moderate um, developmental delays. And they recommended that he be put in the smallest classroom size that we could find. And so it was at that time we, we left public school and went into private school setting. 
they had uh, a resource class there at that private school. So he did that for kindergarten. He repeated kindergarten and then first grade there. At that point, we were still getting speech therapy and started getting occupational therapy. And I also started homeschooling. Um, as far as occupational therapy, it really did help. We had a lot of things going on sensory that were mild. There was nothing real, um, real delayed there, but there was just quite a few things that hadn't met the goals that he should have met at that age. Um, and from experience, I wish we would have started with occupational therapy first. Um, I personally feel like we should have kids evaluated for sensory integration at six months to a year old if you know if possible but that's not something that pediatricians are doing or see the need to do I agree. Um, early intervention is the key and it's hard when you maybe are a first-time mom and don't realize that you have some delays um, but when you're a mom that you've had two other children you knew there was delays even your pediatrician was holding you off you should always stick to your gut when you feel like there is something going on with your child, whether it would be extreme or not. It's better to know that he doesn't have a need than to have a need and not, it not being met. Mm -hmm. um, then after two years of homeschooling, we, we started going to a school in Sulphur Hope Christian School, which was a school for children with learning disabilities. And it was through all, at that time, from all the things that I had learned myself to help Caleb, that I was able to go to work there and work with the reading remediation program and some of the sensor integration work because I had to get trained in quite a few programs because there was nothing offered in our area for, for his needs. Um, so we continued with occupational therapy and speech therapy for probably 10 more years. He finished with his occupational therapy and vision therapy, and then we continued with speech therapy till he was 18. He still has a speech disorder, but is just way beyond where he would be if he wouldn't have the speech therapy. Um, he also has a severe learning disability, developmental delayed there cognitively, and uh, we still work on things at home and um, assist him in different, you know, independent living he's he's independent most of the time except when it comes to like the financial things like that as, as he's trying to have his own checkbook and that kind of thing um, we're helping him with that what were some medicines that you might have given him that might have helped or did y'all have to go that route well we saw a pediatric neurologist in Houston the very first one we saw and he was actually diagnosed with a seizure disorder, but we had not seen any seizures. They put him on a seizure medication and that just zonked him out. So it was at the time of Hurricane Rita that I had ran out and we had to evacuate so I wasn't able to get his seizure meds. And the two weeks that he was coming off of it, he got much more verbal and much more for personality. And it was at that point I decided to take him off of the anti-seizure meds. Then later on, a, a, probably a year or two later, I saw a different pediatric neurologist who did some genetic testing and found that he had 
the deletion of the 10th chromosome. So, which was more than likely 99.9% chance of the reason why he had the developmental delays in the speech disorder and the learning disabilities that he has. Was there any other, I know you had told me before about fish oils. Yes. Gosh, that is so important. I learned about the fish oils from the Yahoo groups. There was a pediatrician who actually had a child with apraxia, and she was doing some trials herself with it based on what she had learned from other moms. And um, they were on a camping trip, and the fish oil that she had was in a bottle. It was liquid, and it got rancid while they were camping on an extended trip, and her son's speech regressed. And she realized that the fish oil was rancid. So that's when she started the research. Um, so at that point, we had started him on fish oils, capsules, uh, pharmaceutical-grade fish oils, EPA and DHA, and saw a big increase in his speech. The times that I have got slack and didn't give it to him where we ran out, I would see his speech, his word retrieval, really regress. So now at age of 22, he's still taking his fish oils. And when he's not taking them on a regular basis, we do see a regression in his speech, his word retrieval, and he sees it too. Very interesting. What is one ad piece of advice that you would give to moms that are dealing with apraxia and they might not know like what doctors to see or just any advice like the route that they should go if they can't find the right resources? If you suspect your child has a, a delay in speech, then I would recommend you talking to your pediatrician and demanding a prescription for a speech evaluation. Whether he feels you need it or not, you're the mom, follow your gut and get that speech eval. All they can tell you is he does have a speech delay or they don't. If they do, then you start speech therapy right away. Um, early on, I wasn't as consistent with his homework with speech therapy and I definitely would go back and redo that and I would be very diligent with his homework. It's very important that you do it every single day and work it in your lives and we did do that but it was you know the first year or so you know I kept thinking not really that I was in denial but just not realizing how severe apraxia is and the more I learned and the more I spoke to other moms on the groups that I realized that this this is long term. Mm -hmm. So we really had to be a lot more diligent in doing our work and being consistent in incorporating that in everyday life. Very good. Um, anything else that you can think of you might want to share? I'm finding a group of moms. You know, like when Tamara and I talked about this several, I don't know how many years ago was it's been it? Three, three or you four. Know, we were talking at a football game across the fence. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that would be one thing I one thing I told her was get a group of moms and be a support group. Learn from each other. And because um, it can be hard. You can feel very alone. And um, you don't know what to expect and where to go. The resources. And now the resources are just everywhere. Endless. Yeah. So it's just really incredible to see the growth in the area for children with any type of disability in Calcasieu Parish. Well, I appreciate you sharing your story. And if any moms have any questions, you can always message us. 
and we can fill you in and get you to the right people. Um, just the takeaway from this is to join a group because every disability, most moms are going through the same thing you are. Um, so I appreciate everyone listening and thank you for Ms. Diane sharing her story and we'll share next time. Thank you. That was good.